welcome to Across the Cemetery. This is a paranormal podcast. My name is Emma. My name's Josh. And if you couldn't tell by our accents, we're from Liverpool. So the idea from this for this paranormal podcast came about one day when I was in a bad mood and just wanted to quit my job and just live in a forest and talk about ghosts all day, every day. And we're also very big fans of paranormal podcasts. We do listen to them quite a lot. Our favorite, well, my favourite, and I know it's Josh's because he introduced me to them, is Real Life Ghost Stories, and also we need to talk about ghosts. And I like... The Dark Paranormal. Uh, yeah, I was just about to say that. The Dark Paranormal is my preferred... Kev Eunice? Eustace. Eustace. Sorry, Kev. Um, it, that's my preferred story, like, podcast of him, whereas Josh, I feel like Josh prefers that we need to talk about ghosts and I like my paranormal stories with some humour so they don't scare me too much. See I like the I like the scary darkness of them. And especially Emma lately, she's been putting on like this ghost effect and I listen to it sometimes when I'm going to bed and I, I just hear it like go and I'm like, oh my god no <laughs> but I do like that. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, if you couldn't tell, we're very into paranormal things. Um we love like Tom Sleeman I it's not really paranormal, but we're really big fans of The Walking Dead and true crime as well. Um, so we're going to be discussing paranormal stuff, obviously, as I've said that about five times. But we're also going to be discussing like the occult, ghosts, which I've just said in paranormal, witchy stuff. We may even talk about crystals one day because I am into them. They keep me grounded. Um, the wishy type of crystals, not the methy type. Yeah, not the methy type. No, that sounds that sounds like another. That sounds like a scouse. That sounds like a scouse insult. We're not calling you that either. Um, not the water white type. <laughs> not the water white type. Yeah. We're also going to be doing some reviews, uh, probably mostly from like materials such as books, uh, films, that type of thing, but also from experiences where you know you can go to in the real world and experience them for yourself. We recently done, well, it was last year, but it is quite recent, uh, Exorcist's um, Escape Room, which was really good. Um, so we'll probably discuss that one day. And we, we were talking about going to Farmageddon. If you haven't heard of that, that's like a... Is it a maze, would you say? Yeah, it's like a sort of... Not a maze so much, but you walk around it as people, like actors jumping out scaring you. It, yeah. It's horror-themed sort of haunted house, fairground type of attraction, but all year round it's a nice, lovely, children-friendly farm until it gets to Halloween and they transform into this disgustingly horrible... In a good way. It's the best time of year, though, isn't it? Like, we're filming this now and it's October. It's just been my birthday. We're filming this, not with a camera. So we're not filming this, we're recording this, audioing, if that's what you call it. I think that's a technical term. (laughs) Um, but yeah, we're recording this in our dining room, in our little Victorian terraced house. Which sort of brings us on to why we're called Across the Cemetery. So, we live across a cemetery. Cemetery, sorry. We have, me and Josh have got like a mixed view on how you say that word. It's definitely cemetery. I think I'm just a bit of a wool, even though my accent isn't. I think I'm a plazy scouser. <laughs> but yeah, we live across... No one outside of Liverpool understands what wool is. Yeah, but... Basically, it means if you're not if you're from Liverpool and you call someone a wool, you're saying they're not from Liverpool. 
and apparently that's an insult. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so yeah, we live across the cemetery. Cemetery. Sorry, you're gonna probably hear that a lot. Josh is kicking me under the table to tell me to say it properly. You never. There was no kicking involved. So I'll say it again. But we live across a cemetery, and we. And we're also from Liverpool, so obviously, Jerry and the pacemakers very across the Mersey. Yeah. So the only Jerry and the pacemakers song you really need to know about is "You'll Never Walk Alone." Why is that, Josh? Because I'm a massive Liverpool fan, and anyone else who doesn't like Liverpool is Liverpool Football Club. I know a lot of people don't like the city so much, but the football club is just wrong. But what if you support Everton? <laughs> then you're wronger. Okay, so like, we, this isn't going to be a football podcast, but it probably will come up because looking looking around now... I, so when I do an episode about how haunted Anfield is or something like that, you'll know why. And I can also, looking around now, I can see a Liverpool can and a um, Liverpool picture in our dining room. <laughs> it's a framed picture of Steven Gerrard on top of the bookcase. Yeah. Which also has skulls on it, not not the picture of Steven Gerrard, I mean the bookcase. <laughs> but, yeah. So, and one thing that we probably will discuss, but I don't really have an opinion on them. I think they're quite cool, but Josh is adamant that they'll never be a part of anything, a Ouija boards. So, we probably will do an episode on Ouija boards, but... We will never touch one, we will never interfere with one, we will never... Be in the presence of a real one. I know Emma's got some edgy fashion that includes Ouija boards in like a bag and I think it's an ashtray nut holder type thing. Yeah, so I've got a tray upstairs in the loft that's hidden because we're not allowed it. <laughs> yeah, because it's just a smart thing to do. I've got a... What's the thing that you move them with? A pen? A uh, pan, panchette. Yeah, I've got a panchette ring as well. I've stopped wearing that as much. Uh, I'll allow that. Yeah. Just don't put it on a Ouija board. <laughs> so, we also seem to really, well, not seem, we do really like Tom Sleeman books. I wasn't into them as much, but Josh has always read them. His book series, no, it's not a trilogy, it's a series. Yeah, there's about, well, I think there's 30, 30 something books or so now. Yeah, I'm looking at them on our bookshelf. <laughs> yeah, there's Haunted Liverpool 31 on the bookshelf. The series is called Haunted Liverpool. He also does things like, um, Murder on Merseyside and, and, and things like that. Looking back on some of the books now, they do seem like quite generic ghost stories, but some of them are Liverpool-specific. Um, they're all, all very well written, quite short stories, so they're easy to you know, fit into the day. You, you, yeah. you don't have to sit there and read for about half an hour to an hour. You can, you can get a couple of stories in, in 10 minutes. But we've been reading them since... Well, I, I've been reading them since I could... Not read, but... No, a bit older. From a child, definitely. Well, my mum used to read them as nighttime stories to me, so that's probably why I'm a bit weird. <laughs> I also got read stories about Jack the Ripper. That leads us on to another thing but we, we will discuss, is true crime. We might not do this as much, because we, we know it's like not not oversaturated, but um, it's a very popular topic, and we wouldn't want to... Because we're obviously not expertise. We're not experts in... That sounds so weird that we're not experts in true crime. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> um, You're also not Scottish. <laughs> but yeah, we understand. Like we're not, we're not experts on ghost stuff, but we've got more of a... Yeah, that that's the thing. We, we've 
consumed more content on that area so we've probably got more of an understanding more of a an interest in that area obviously like i'm saying we do like true crime and, uh, and unsolved mysteries that type of thing so we will we'll touch on that from time to time probably in like sort of a, a, a spin-off not spin-off series but like an extra series that complements the main bulk of what we do so the format of how we're going to run the podcast is each we're going to try and release one each week for each episode one of us is going to do the research for it the other may know about it beforehand but we won't divulge every detail so the reaction you get on the podcast will be the reaction that we get live as we're recording obviously that's how it works <laughs> but like josh said we are quite into this type of stuff so on like in my spare time if i've got nothing to do i'll just sit and read about children with past lives as like a little hobby <laughs> so find that type of stuff interesting and i know josh does but i feel like I would be a bit more, what's the word, like biased if i done that type of topic because I'm interested in it. Which is a spoiler, which means I've researched that topic. So I'll be telling the stories on that topic. That's the first spoiler for you and the only spoiler that you're going to get. I think that was me getting told off then. <laughs> than um, touching back on why we want to do this, we have some personal stories. Obviously, we've mentioned the books we've read. Uh, Emma loves horror films. But things that have actually happened to us in the past, mine does also stem from when I was a child. So I lived in the Anfield area of Liverpool, just by the, the football stadium. I must have been pretty young, so say three, four, maybe five years old at most. Uh, we, we lived in the, the sort of traditional, generic, terraced house that you get in all working class cities, um, similar to the one we live in now, but it's not in that area. Like a two up, two down, or was it? Yeah, pretty much a two up, two down. Uh, the bathrooms at the back of the kitchen, that type of thing. So I was lying in bed one day and I was just like sort of my where my head would lie would be parallel to where the door to the bedroom was. So I could if I just leaned to the side, I could look out of the door or look towards the back of the door if it was closed. And I, I woke up one night. I can't remember what time it was. I was on young, so I wasn't really didn't care about the time. And I could just see a guy sort of like peering round. And the thing that struck me is I knew he was Indian, as a, like a, an Asian Indian. He was an he was Indian. I could just tell he was Indian, and I don't know why because it was in the dark. I could just pretty much see his eyes, but that that's all I knew. I could just tell. It's just something told me. Yeah. And obviously, being a young age, I, I wasn't discriminating for any reason. I just I, that I just knew that. But basically, a few days later, or I, I was telling my mum about what had happened and what I saw. Probably just in passing, didn't really think much of it at the time. I might have thought it was a dream because I was so young. But she then told me later on in life, when we revisited the topic for whatever reason, I think we must have been talking about houses we lived in. We revisited the topic and she told me that one night she was asleep in bed, woke up and she could see the full body apparition of a person stood in her doorway of the bedroom, just stood there and it was an Indian man. Yeah. And... It's, it never really scared me. It didn't worry me or bother me. It was just... It's like clarification, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's just like that's cemented in my mind that I saw a ghost because yeah. unless there was an Indian man that liked to stand in doorways <laughs> for no reason whatsoever... <laughs> I don't think your dad would have been happy with that. <laughs> I don't think he would have stood for that, no. 
or for anyone for that matter. No. no, anyone who shouldn't have been there at the time. Or anyone who should be there if you've met Josh's dad. <laughs> or anyone breathing, yeah. living. Yeah, nice. He just doesn't tolerate people. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't tolerate bullshit. Um, moving on from there, we moved to an area of Liverpool called Aintree, which is probably most famous for the race course, the Aintree races, the Grand National. We live in a house that used to be a doctor's surgery. It was then obviously transformed back into a house for us to live in. At this point, I must have been nearing 10 years old, 8, 9, 10, somewhere around that. My bedroom, it, when you walked up the stairs, it was basically a very small landing with like four doors coming off. One was a bathroom, three bedrooms. From my bedroom, I could hear, it's not all the time, but sometimes, footsteps in the hallway, which was wooden floor. So it, it just sounded like they were pacing up and down. But at the time, thinking back on it now, that would make sense because it was a doctor's surgery, so people were walking in and out. The reception area. That was the busy thoroughfare. That was the front door. As soon as you come in from the front door, you're on the hallway where the wooden floor was. That makes sense because people were walking in and out all the time. Oh, yeah, and the waiting room and stuff. Yeah, yeah. why they're still there or whether it's just sort of the build and holding on to that sort of energy or I don't know I don't know if it was anyone specific but I could hear footsteps the second thing that happened to me in that house was I was I was having a sleepover with one of my friends and we've both seen it it was in the bedroom and there was there's a chimney breast in the bedroom so in one of the alcoves where at the time there was a small desk that I did homework on I think I had the TV on at one point that type of thing there was just a woman stood there, like an older woman. I don't know whether she was a patient or whether she worked there and she just hasn't left, but she didn't strike me as a doctor. If she worked there, it seemed like more administrative. So, I don't know, she didn't move. She was she was there for a little while and we saw that we were scared because we were children, so we sort of hid away under the blankets and <laughs> didn't see her again. But the blankets protect you, though, don't yeah, they? Yeah, <laughs> but like a, a force shield. Shield force. Force shield. Force shield, I'd say. But yeah. Force field. Force field, yes. But yeah, if a zombie's about you, put your foot in the blanket, saves. That's demons. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> so, I, I personally had a couple of encounters. There definitely is more, including in this particular house themselves. Maybe we'll just do an episode on this this particular house. But yeah. I know Emma's got a couple of earlier life experiences she'd like to go over to as her introduction. So, I do, I've never really seen a ghost. I tend to just like pick up on like a vibe in the room. So like I'll walk into a room and like I'll get like this wave of like sadness or something. But in this house, nothing. They're not really sad. I think the ghosts that we have are quite nice. But I do think that we have got a few. We often hear like footsteps. Um, one time I was out and Josh thought I'd came back earlier because the door, like, we've got an alarm. So if once you open the front door, it, could, it makes like a noise. And I was I was in the vicinity of the house. I was in the side street, side street and my friend was dropping me off. But my friend had said, oh, is someone going into your house? Um, yeah, so she said, is someone going into your house? Or um, is someone using a key? And I was like, no, I don't think so. I know, I know Josh is in, but he's in the house. And then once I came through the door, the cats like looked at me again, and um, cause the our two, we've got two cats. We'll mention them in a second, but they like look 
when ever someone comes in the room, obviously. Um, but Josh, even Josh said, I, I thought you just came in. Like, I, the door went and the cats had already looked. Yeah, so I was basically... The way our house works, if you walk through the front door, you're, you're straight onto the hallway. Walk straight ahead, you're at the bottom of the stairs. To your left is a door into the dining room. If you then do a U-turn on yourself, you're in the living room. So I was sat in the living room on the couch. There was a, We've got two cats, as Emma said. One was sat either side of me. But just previously, when Emma had mentioned is someone coming into your house, about the same time, I heard the, the, like, the alarm do the, the, the entry noise, which the speaker is in the living room. So it was very clear. Yeah. And both cats were like sort of staring into the dining room, like someone had walked in, which is normal if someone had walked in. But then a few minutes later, the door actually did open yeah, and Emma walked in. The key and the lock and all that. But um, yeah, so maybe someone was coming in the house before me. <laughs> we don't know. Um, so the story that I've got um, was when I was about, I think I was about seven or eight. Um, I was on holiday in Normandy in France. My mum's friend, who we were staying with, um, lived in France. Um, and she was like, she had a few jobs, but one of her jobs was she was like a maid. So she'd go round to the home, people's homes, and... Um, Made. Made, yeah, like to tidy up, clean, etc. And this one it one day we went to a chateau. The chateau was out in the middle of nowhere, which chateaus tend to be, don't they? Big ass rich people houses. Yeah, this chateau had a bad barb straight away though. Like I even I picked up from it like as a kid. There was a dead snake outside. Yeah, so anyway, what snakes I snakes don't hiss to give off bad vibes. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I got put to work that day. I was in Upstairs in a room, changing a bed. It was like a child child bedroom. It was like two twin bedroom, two twin beds. Um, I was my mum was in the other room with a friend, doing whatever. I think double bed, doing dusting whatever. And I there was like running on a corridor, but it sounded like a child running. So my mum must have thought it was me, and and then like the door shut either side. So when the door shut, there was like running on a corridor. Like it was like obviously like a chateau, so there was like these big heavy wooden stairs and like a long hallway. So I was in the room on my own, the the door was open, but then and my mum's door was open, the one she was working in because to see me and see if I was okay and stuff. And then after that running, like both doors shut. But my mum thought her door shut because I'd gone into the her room. So did she like try and interact with you, but obviously you weren't there, or did you try and interact with whoever had shut your door? Because you thought someone had walked in or something. So my mum was like, "Oh Emma, are you okay? What have you just been in here?" And I was like, "No, I haven't left this room. I thought you came in here because the door's just shut. So I thought maybe you're walking past with like big belt, not belt, like a pile of bed, and then you need, you shut the door by mistake." Yeah, like knocked it. Yeah. So yeah, we could we. There was only me, my mum, and my fr- my mum's friend in that house, so it was. It couldn't have been anyone else. It it wasn't a, like a windy day. There was no windows open. Then walking walking out of this house now, we we had to go like across the car park. Yeah, they had a car park. That's how big the house was. And I just I always get this. Like I remember we went me, you, and your mum were on a walk one day, and I always feel like someone's like 
Lochen Altwinda, I think it was another similar house, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like a country house yeah. in York somewhere. Yeah. So I, I like I just looked briefly because I thought um oh there's someone there. And we did this is the one in France by the way, we did have pictures of it and you could see like a like a dark shadow in the top window. But um unfortunately I can't find them now. They were on like a little disposable camera. It was about two thousand and three. But yeah, if I could find them, I would. Another time, I like we've mentioned, we live across the cemetery. I was taking pictures because it was snowing on a little digital pink camera. It doesn't matter that it's pink, but adds to the essence of 2009 vibes. And I took a picture. I swear you could have seen like a Victorian little boy in like a hat and a coat in the in like the frame. And I did show it to someone else, and they they agreed. Um, I do, do still think I have that camera, so hopefully I'll take it out and I'll put it on our Instagram, if I do have it. I, don't hold me to anything, though. We do have a few more stories, but like Josh said... We'll keep them for another time. Yeah. This is just a... It's it's a I say quick. quick introduction, but we're currently at about 25 minutes, <laughs> so we'll, we'll move on to the next section. So, we've got um, a few questions for ourselves, for each other. Um, just so you can get, a, get to know us a bit better. Yeah, we have... Well, I would say mine are a bit paranormal themed. I don't know what Josh's are. But we might have the same questions, we might not. So, do you want to go first or shall I? You go first. Okay, so, what is your favourite scary movie? No, I wasn't a huge fan of horror films at all for quite a while. And it sounds like a cliche sort of macho, I'm not scared. I didn't mind the jump scares. I didn't. It was the anticipation of knowing it's about to happen, but not knowing when it's about to happen. I'm not so. I don't mind them so much now. Um, maybe I'm just becoming numb in my old age. And because I make them watch a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, we literally today have just got back from watching one, which was quite good. It was Smile. Yeah. Which we will review at some point. Um, favorite horror film may not actually be a horror film, but I think it is. It's The Woman in Black. I like it because it's got a lot of depth to it. I think it's quite a unique story, but also familiar, as in Shutter Island is quite similar. Yeah, I would say different. it was a horror film, though. Yeah, yeah, it it's is a, a horror boost, film. isn't it? Um, but I, I like the story to it. I like the acting in it. I think it was Harry very, Potter's in it. <laughs> Harry Potter was in it. Um, I wonder if the woman in black was Voldemort then. Maybe. Is Voldemort a woman? Well, it's 2020. You can't judge that. Can you? <laughs> you can't say they can be who they want to be. True. Um, but that is also the first question I have for you. What is your favourite horror film? So, mine changes quite a lot. Okay, I, what is it today? I wouldn't say it was the one we've seen today. I wouldn't say that was my favourite. Okay, well, what is your favourite today? <laughs> so, I really like um, The Babadook. And I made you watch it recently. Mm. Um, don't know what you felt of it, but I liked when I first watched it. I was scared, and like just seeing it as the Babadook was scared. It has a few jump scares in it. The kid is annoying in it, not gonna lie. But upon watching it again, I've seen that like it does explore certain themes. So it's the single mother's just recently lost her husband. Sorry, spoiler, but I feel like. It says that in like the in it says that in like the plot on Netflix anyway. Yeah, that's like the first thing you find out. Yeah, um, but so I feel like it explores grief, and then it's like 
the mum dealing with losing their husband but also having to deal with her child's grief so obviously she needs to grieve but she also needs to be there for her son so I feel like they can't really they, they can't agree on how to do this so it causes attention and um, the film ends with them like learning to live with the Babadook so I feel like it's a like a, a metaphor a metaphor for, like you've got to learn to live with grief like you're obviously never gonna have you're never gonna get over like losing your father losing your husband but you kind of just like improvise learn. adapt overcome is that a big thing oh no that's no. 21 jump street yeah ice cube <laughs> um yeah so i feel like but one of my 21 jump street infiltrate the dealer. grills or something no infiltrate the dealer find, find the, the supplier. supplier which is not improvise adapt overcome Oh, it sounds like the John Moore's um, logo. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, but one of my all-time favourites is Rosemary's Baby, but I don't think that's quite scary. I I I don't think stuff with not the... by today's standards. Yeah, but like, I would like it if they'd done a remake. I know they'd done a remake, a pro like a program version, but that wasn't very good. Sorry. Spoiler for the review of that one. <laughs> Mike from Suits is in it though. Um, What's your next question? Okay. You, you, you sort of just started going off on a tangent of your all-time favourites. I asked for one film. I know, but I, it changes all the time. I well, on the many. note of both of them films, The Babadook and um, The Woman in Black, both of them films don't reveal the actual yeah. bad guy in quotation marks until quite close to the end, which is a good suspense adding mechanism to them yeah. type of films, which... Are, is the right way to go about it. I think if you get too familiar with the... It's not scary yeah, then, is it? Yeah, too familiar with the the negative protagonist, then you, you know, you, yeah, you're some, too familiar. You don't, you're not scared by them, you get and used it, to them. Yeah, and then sometimes once you've seen the monster or the demon, they're not that scary. It's <laughs> exactly what I've just said. No, but like, you know, in like Insidious, the fella looks like Darth Vader. Hmm. But... It is quite scary. Anyway. Like, or Dark Sith, don't wake up the Star Wars fans. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know his name. But... Okay, the next question, I'm going to ask you a question now. Yeah, okay. What's your favourite place you've been to or you'd want to go to? It doesn't have to be horror related. Um, so, I would say my favourite place that I've been to is Amsterdam or New York. But then, I feel bad on Vegas. So, America or Amsterdam. Um... Ironically, I'm drinking a Brooklyn beer at the moment. <laughs> I'm drinking an Italian wine, so <laughs> we haven't been to Italy yet. Yet. But yeah, I also really like Pendle. I just, I've, we've just brought back from Pendle as well. We're going to be reviewing that one day. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, my que- my next question to you is: so, in like you know, in a horror film, would like would you be one of the? Fo- I know you're not a girl, but like. Would you be a final girl? You know, like the woman, the woman on uh, the Halloween film, or like on Scary Movie, like Sydney on Scary, not Scary Movie on Scream. Would you would you survive a horror film, or would you die straight away, or end up possessed yeah. or something? Very deep question. I think it matters. It depends on what what the what the situation is. What the the offender is who's who's trying to get me. Okay, so I'll give you three. A haunted house. Um. Yes, because I live in one. 
um, like a saw, like jigsaw type of thing? Uh, no, because what's the point? They're just going to get you in the end anyway by some sort of weird, twisted yeah, way. I think I would just end just get out early doors. Yeah, you don't want to like put a razor blade on your eye. No, yeah, just, just get it um, by a truck to start with or something. Yeah, that's a that was another. That's a good idea actually. Final destination. That's not my next one though. My next one is to like a zombie apocalypse. Definitely. Why? Because I've watched so much Walking Dead. <laughs> so, this wasn't a question that I had written down, but who would be, like, who would you be in The Walking Dead? Want to be Daryl or Rick or Negan. You'd be Even him. though he's bad. He's cool though, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um, but probably Glenn before he gets his head smashed in. <gasps> spoiler! If you haven't seen it by now, then you need a spoiler. The Walking Dead's yeah. older than me. <laughs> because... That happened in about 20, 2015. Yeah, well, it's going to be the last episode now. We've only got two left. Three. No, we've just watched one. No, there was four. Oh. Anyway, so I was going to say I'd be Maggie, so I think that's quite cute, isn't it? Terribly. <laughs> um, have you got another question for me? You've asked two, haven't Final you? question is, who's your favourite artist? <gasps> artist doesn't have to be painter, doesn't have to be decorators. My favourite decorator is you. Because I'm the only decorator you've got. <laughs> um, but I love Taylor Swift. She's. I've got lots of favourites, but I love Taylor Swift. I get notifications when she puts anything. I follow all like her clues because she does like Easter eggs, and I watch all her videos where she's announcing everything. I could. I know she's not paranormal, but I could spend like two hours, two years speaking about Taylor Swift. <laughs> Which is not what we're going to do. What's your final question for me? So. If you could have dinner with any dead famous person, who would it be? It has to be a dead person. Yeah, because keeping with the theme of the podcast. Oh. <laughs> um, and who, okay, so who would it be if you were alive? Probably James May. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> but yeah, if they were dead. Come on now. <laughs> um, if they were dead... See, it depends how far back you want to go, because obviously there's been tons of interesting people over so, history. I'll do, I'll say, I know this is two questions now, but like, so history-wise, you can have one and then like, an actor or like, a race car driver or like, something like that. So like a politician, not a politician, but that type of thing, and then like a popular culture type of person. Okay, so, just because you said race car driver... I'd want to say Ayrton Senna because obviously Senna's really famous, but I don't think he spoke very good English and I don't speak. Oh, where's he from? I, I feel like he was Argentinian or maybe Italian. I, I'm not too sure. So it'd probably be James Hunt because he was English and I can Is speak he dead? English. Oh, yeah. Is, is he? Yeah. Is that the Rush film? Yeah. Yeah, the blonde one. Yeah, yeah. yeah James Hunt's dead, yeah, isn't yeah. he? I'm sure he is, actually. Um, politician. Um, I don't know. I, they're all as good as they are bad. I feel like you'd probably go for Churchill, you know. Yeah, so do I, but he was a Tory. He wasn't. Not, not to bring the political aspect into it, but we are from Liverpool. Yeah, we're not. We're not. So, moving on very swiftly before we lose any listeners we didn't have. So, we're going to have lots of listeners. We're going to have our both our mums and Kev, whose name I never remember, but really love his podcast. We're going to find them and just harass them with the <laughs> podcast. Listen to us, Kevin. Please, Kevin. <laughs> We need to talk about you, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> and Emma, because me and Emma are going to be best friends. Um, okay. <laughs> so, so, 
Was that the last question? That was the last question. You asked me my last question. Um, which actually, do you know what? Change my answer. Um, it, it'll have to be one of the Liverpool managers, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, Paisley, Shankly. Yeah. He's have to, It'd have to be someone like that. So, I think that I would have dinner with Elvis. Mm. And... I don't like her, I really don't like her, but she would be very interesting, Margaret Thatcher. I knew you'd say that. She would though. I just I'd love to I'd love to call her a Tory C word. And she's dead, so she won't be able to do anything to me. I've got nothing more to say on that one. <laughs> so that was a little introduction about us. Wait, we haven't talked about the two main events. The two main characters. Fifi and Drumroll, Loki. <laughs> we were both asleep on the couch at the moment, looking in from the living room to us. That's why I done that noise to see if he would look up, because he's the nicer one, so he'd probably yeah. acknowledge me. So we've got two cats, both adopted. Um, we got Fifi before we got Loki. Well, when we got Fifi, Loki wasn't even alive. Um, Fifi, uh, Loki's just turned one. <laughs> yeah, Fifi is about. Nine yeah, at the moment. We don't really know because we don't know her date of birth. But she's more timid. She's smaller. We, we believe she's got dwarfism because she's just her features are quite small and she's just a generally fairly small cat. Yeah, like Loki's massive. Yeah, and her. then ironically on the switch side, now we got Loki from a kitten. We got when we got Fee, she was about seven or eight. Yeah, we got her in lockdown. Well, the start of lockdown, really. Yeah, just the start of lockdown. Um, so. Obviously, she's grown up with a, a completely different situation, a completely different environment. So she's been getting used to us for quite a while. She's still not completely used to no, us. No, but really. I think that's due to her, her situation yeah. where where she's been. Um, but then we got Loki towards the start of this year, twenty twenty two. Yeah. Um, he's just turned well. I say just. He turned one in July, which is now October. So that's oh god, that, yeah, that's quite a while. That's quite a while. But we've had him from a kitten. And he's, he was massive he, when we got him. Though. He's massive when we got him. He's massive now. I don't think he's gonna stop growing. He's just ridiculous. He's he like having a small day. house lion. <laughs> Panther. He's black. Yeah. And white. But and, oh, they're both tuxedo cats, so they're both black and white. Yeah. Um, so they're meant to be brother and sister. Yeah. But <laughs> Fee's a bit more recluse. She's a bit more standoffish. She is lovely. She does come over. She does want to stroke every now and then, but she wants loving on her own terms. Loki, yeah. on the other hand, is. Just completely the opposite of that. Look, he wants like to be puppy. your friend all the time. He is like having a dog. He's always, he's always like, he's crying if you out the room. He's crying if you left the house. You can hear him through the door, like the front door, the wooden old Victorian front door when you've um, when you've shut and left to go to work because he just loves his mum and dad. Oh, I've just heard his bell move. Then they both have bells on because they're both quite quiet. Well, Loki's not that quiet because he is quite heavy, but he can be quiet if he wants. But Fifi, you would never hear Fifi unless you had a bell. But also, sometimes if you sneak up on Fifi, she hisses at you. So we need to, we need the bell to avoid doing that. <laughs> so now you know what the main main driver of our lives are. We have two cats. That's why we're doing the podcast as well to <laughs> help feed the cats. Yeah. Um, so that was basically, uh, I say, a quick introduction. We're now at about 38 and a half minutes, so <laughs> it wasn't very quick at all, but you'd probably know everything there is to know about us. Everything uh, that's important, anyway. Everything that's important. 
uh, like I mentioned, we're going to try and get out weekly podcasts. Uh, in between them, we will probably do little bits and pieces such as reviews. It'll be a, a quite a lot shorter than the main podcast, which will aim to be like 45 minutes to an hour, really exploring whatever topic we are exploring that week. Um, we'll probably also do other things. Like reviews. Then we just said reviews. So, yeah, so... Review, uh, the true crime thing, the true crime thing, like Emma said. <laughs> and that, that's, that's, that is what we will be doing. That is what you'll be listening to because I imagine you'll be glued to whatever device you listen to your podcasts on, waiting for our next upload. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, our email is across the cemetery at gmail.com. We're on, we're not on Facebook. We're not on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on TikTok. At AX the cemetery. And. Um, we're also on Instagram, which I believe is also no, at I'm, AX the Cemetery. I think our Instagram's just across the cemetery. Cemetery. Yeah, it, it's all a play on across the cemetery. You'll find it. We'll add them into the bio for now. Yeah, just and then... just search it. Don't be lazy. <laughs> um, thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Sorry, go on. So, 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 so. <laughs> so. Shh.